If you don't mind going with me to Philippians chapter 3. And I'll begin at verse 7. But whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. I want to know Christ. Yes, I want to know him, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that which Christ took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to have yet taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. There are two kingdoms. The one that we know so well, which is the kingdom of self. And then there's the kingdom of Jesus that few know. But let's look at what this kingdom of self looks like. So Paul says that Whatever were gains to me, meaning the things that we've so acquired, the things that give us some kind of a return, whether financially, maybe the job, whatever benefit we can get emotionally or relationship or some kind of return socially, something that we've nurtured and cultured and cultivated, that in our personal lives we are, we are established, we're someone. We've gotten recognition. All the things that we somehow bring together in our basket, that we can pull out, to access those things that we need. These are the kind of things that Paul says when he looks at them and he sees that a man or a woman, a boy or a girl, can begin to accumulate all these things and build one's kingdom up. But then as we walk through this life, we begin to realize 
that there's something more, that there's another kingdom, much greater than the kingdom we thought we were establishing. We begin to see that there is a kingdom that's real, that's tangible, that has value. Paul says, whatever were gains to me, the things that I thought I was getting a return on, those things I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. Many of us, we've sometimes had cars, houses, where things begin to happen. This begins to go bad, and we have to pull out our wallet or purses, and we begin to spend to repair this and to repair that. And then we get to a point where we say, boy, I thought I got a good deal in buying this car. But I didn't realize that it wasn't going to take me through however long I envisioned. Or the house. We saw it in the market. And it looked good. We visited, walked through the rooms. But then as we begin living inside, going through the different seasons, the snow, the rain, we see that there are holes in the roof. Furnace doesn't work as well as we thought it did. And they become such, such a liability to us. That's what Paul says. When we have our kingdom of ourself, and we've invested so much into this kingdom of self, money, time, energy. And there's nothing of lasting value in that. They rob us. We expend so much, but yet they don't satisfy our souls. And Paul says that there's, there's a better kingdom that there's someone that we ought to be pressing forward to, and that person is Jesus. His name is Jesus. A few days ago, I, I started a course. I signed up for an outdoor activity. I didn't know what I was getting into. So this is zip lining. And so I started the very low, lowest course, and I got onto the platform. And as I, as I looked at how the wires were, the gaps between you know, the spaces to, you know, to walk along, I said, boy, wow, I think I want to turn back. I couldn't go back. And I said, no, you've got to go forward. So I don't know right now if any of you are in that place where you're like, well, I've signed my name on that line to say, Lord, I don't want my kingdom. I want you. And you're walking through life, 
and you're somewhere and you're saying, wow, this looks so hard. I don't think I can make it through. I want to go back. I just encourage you today that there's no worth in going back to a kingdom of self. It's just a bad deal. And it's going to cost you. You've got to move forward. Move forward into Jesus. He is the goal. And you know what? I can't walk this walk by myself. I need you guys. And you can't walk it by yourself because you need me and you need us all. As I was walking on that line, there were these little kids, 13 years old. And I said, boy, I'm in my 30s. I need them. I needed the encouragement. And I needed to hear how Megan got across. I knew that when I focused, when I didn't look at how high I was, or how the lines were just dangling in midair. So you don't need to look on all the bad things that's happening right now. You don't need to focus on the pain. You don't need to focus on all that the devil is doing and all that he's saying. You just keep your eyes on Jesus and on his kingdom. Press forward. Press forward and let him receive you and invite you in because you want to know him today. You want to know Jesus and I want to know Jesus. I don't want to just read about him. I want to know him. So as you press through trials of today, tomorrow, and the rest of your days, Make a conscious decision and cry out and say, Lord, I need to know you. And this is where I am and I can't do it alone. And I'm going to trust you one step at a time until you get me over on the other side. Until the sins are broken off from my life. Until the crucifixion is done. There is a light on the other side. And I must tell you, I did finish my course. And I finished it together with those two young gals. So we can finish this course together, but just trust Jesus. Don't give up. Keep your eye on him. Welcome to God's house today.